Parshas Lech Lecha transitions over from Noach Ish Tzaddik to the greatness of Avram Avinu, probably the most significant person in world history, the father of ethical monotheism. The question is asked, why was Avram capable of drawing in so many people Tachas Kamfei Eshchina, and Noach is chastised for not having the ability to bring people closer to Hashem? Noach never managed to convince anyone to join the fold, while Avram converted thousands of people. The Zohar explains, the reason Noach was unsuccessful, because unlike Avram, who constantly davened for his dar, Noach didn't daven for the people of his generation to repent and be saved from annihilation. And that's why the Mabel will forever be known as Mei Noach, Noach's water. The question is, how did the Zohar know that Noach did not daven for his generation? So I heard an absolutely remarkable idea. The Gemara says, Ein Amida The word Amida is synonymous with prayer. Amida means I'm standing in one place, I'm stationary. The Sephardim called it Tfila of Shmene which is the main part of davening, Amida. Why is Tfila called Amida? Because if someone davens, and especially if you daven on behalf of somebody else, in that time you can be learning Torah. You can be steiging and growing in your own Avodah Hashem. But by taking a break from your own personal avoider and you go and you daven, now you're not oimet. You are stagnating your own growth for the benefit of others. And that's why tefillah is called amida, stagnation. When Avram davened on behalf of Sodom, the Pasik says, Avram adenu oimet lefnei Hashem. And after the destruction of Sodom, the Pasik says, Ve'yashkem Avram asher sham. The Torah described Avram Avinu as an oimet. He was taking a break from his own personal growth to daven on behalf of others. He transformed himself into an oimit. By Noach, however, it says, Noach was a hoilech. He was on the move. He was concerned with his own growth, growing his own resume, his own image. And that is not what a manik should be concerned about. When you are a godladar, your concern should be the people of your generation. With that in mind, I'd like to share with you an amazing story I heard recently. This story occurred about 20 years ago. There was a gathering that took place in Nahariya, in the northern part of Eitz Israel. Rabbi Vadi Yosef, the Paisek Adar, the Gadla Adar, participated in that Asifa. They sat him up front next to the young Rav of the Kehila named Rabbi David. During the Asifa, a young man in his 30s approaches this young Rav and he's hysterical. He says, Rebbe, my wife was just diagnosed with a terrible disease. Stage four, Rahman Islam. And the doctors say she only has a few months to live. Rebbe, I have a house full of little kids. You must promise me that my wife will have a refor shalema. And the Rav tells him, Yitzchak, I can give you a bracha, a birches hediet, but I can't promise you I'm not a balmoifes. When he hears that, Yitzchak breaks down. Rebbe, you must promise me. Be goyzer in Shemaim that she should be healed. Sorry, Yitzchak, I can't promise you. He says, Rebbe, I know you can do it. I'm not leaving from here until you promise me. This went on for a few more minutes. Then Rabbi David gets up and he says, Yitzchak, I promise you, your wife will have her for Shalema. He's so excited, he starts singing and dancing and he runs home. Rabbi Vadi Yosef turns to this young Rav. Rabbi David, what did you just do? You promised this young man? I don't promise anybody. Why are you giving him false hope? What if she doesn't recover? What about Medvar Shekatirchak? You promise falsely. What about the Lav Natoria, Yachel Devaray? Did you even speak to the doctor? 
How can you say that? And the young Rav turns to Rabbi Vadi Yosef and he says, Rabbi, I saw those tears. I felt this pain. I sensed this anguish. I knew he's not leaving here without a promise. I know if he goes home now without that avtacha, he and his children will sink into such utter despair and despondency, and who knows if they will ever recover. So I looked into my heart, and I said, Rabbi Nishlelem, I'm willing to suffer the consequences of violating Eloises and the Torah. I'm willing to accept whatever punishment is destined for me. But at least I know for the next few months, Yitzchak and his children will live in a happy home because of my promise. Rabbi Vadia was stunned. He turned to the crowd and he pointed at Rabbi David and he said, This Rav, Asid Leah's Godl be Israel. A Rav that's willing to suffer for his people, willing to give up from his Ruchnias to alleviate someone else's pain, that is a true leader. Rabbi Vadia's Haftacha came true. That Rabbi David is now the famous Rabbi David Abu Chatzira, one of the Gedolim of our generation. Aram Avinu could have sat in shul and learned Torah and Davin and grown in his own personal avoidance Hashem, but gave up from his own ruchnias, from his own spiritual growth to educate others. He traveled the world to teach humanity about the concept of monotheism. He could have used that time to work on elevating himself, growing in his own spirituality, learning more Torah, doing more mitzvahs, building his own oilam haba. He gave all that up to bring awareness of a bara oilam to the world. Reaching out and sacrificing your own ruchnias to help others? That is the sign of a Godl Israel. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.